Oh yeah. Hello. Welcome to the Grassroots Roundtable Podcast, Valentine's Day edition. Welcome to the conversation. We want you. I'm kidding. It's just me. BA game, Adam Bailey, elder of Grassroots Church. And this is a special Valentine's Day episode of the Roundtable Podcast, a podcast that is simply a discussion between a couple of local church leaders. It's going to be pretty romantic today, especially considering I'm joined by the main man of romance himself, lead elder of Grassroots Church, Darren Cherry. He's had so many premarital counseling sessions and marriage Not counseling like for sessions. Me. Not for me. No, I mean, you tell other people that. That's why you the Valentine's Day I was going to say, it's expert. like your sexy voice. What's up with that? You want some love? What's Valentine's Day, boy? I don't know. Does it, uh, you know, had I done that when I first woke up, it would have been really low. Yeah. But now it's kind of high. It's like, hey, welcome to a really romantic <laughs> episode of the podcast. Let me try it again. Hello. Anyway, we want to invite you all to our conversation. Give us feedback. The website is grassrootswv.com. We also have a lot of good content, some very romantic content, on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know I'm going to do that the entire time. We're at a round table, as always, in our round table podcast. Ain't no square table podcast. We should have put candles. <coughs> we should have put candles. Black tablecloth, candles. <laughs> I saw some yeah. chocolate-covered strawberries at Kroger. I should have brought them. We should have just, like, fed them to each other <laughs> during the podcast. What's funny, though, is by the time people listen to this, Valentine's Day will be over, but whatever. Just by one day. It is Thursday, February the 11th-ish. I think it's the 11th, Thursday, February the 11th. Yes, because Sunday's Valentine's Day, the 14th. Yeah, so people are probably... People listen to this Monday, so... Yeah, they're probably listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, but here's the thing. I've heard that, you know, why limit Valentine's Day to just one day? If you're in a healthy relationship, every day is Valentine's Day. Do you know who says that? Who? People that don't do jack for their wives. <laughs> That's who says that. Because it's like, ah, I don't need a day to prove. It's like, you don't prove it any day. So how about you at least step up one day and then go from there? You know, that's a good point. Uh, what are you doing on Valentine's Day? No clue. I've the actually been here. thinking about it for like the last two weeks. <laughs> and it's a Sunday. And you can worship together. You know, we've got, well, <laughs> also I feel... It's a bad day for Kelly, basically. The worship team is doing the song Death in His Grave by John Mark McMillan, Good which song. is an awesome song. Good song. And this is not her week to sing. And she's also in Kids. So she's actually pretty bummed. So Sounds like somebody's getting a foot robe and a back massage. I'm not paying for that. Some Pinot Grigio. Oh, you meant me. Like to get, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, gotcha. yeah. I know how much you like your Pinot Grigio. <laughs> <laughs> and when them dogs are barking, you know. No, so, I, so I, don't, I don't. I want to stop this. Is, okay, I will do my best to be mature in the conversation. Uh, Jesse and I don't really have plans either. I texted her yesterday. It's like we'll, we'll do what we can for Rowan. She's four. You know, it's kind of a boring time of year, so we'll try to you know do some activities with her, like like making chocolate covered strawberries. I think that's yeah. my gift to Rowan, so we can all eat chocolate covered strawberries and hang out while we do it. But for me and Jesse, we do Valentine's Day every day. But with COVID, it's kind of weird. So we'll figure something well, out. Well, and that's I, I the thing. Is like, I mean, we've got five boys in the house, and so and we we don't care. You know, we're going on year nineteen, and we've hit that portion where like we don't really care to buy each other anything. We we always do some kind of card, maybe just some like candy or something. But it's more about time, being able to spend time together. But um, but now I, I do have to I have to sidetrack us for a second. Sidetrack. Side sidetrack you. We gotta own up. I'm done. I'm done. No more. We gotta own up. I'll own up. You'll own up. 
Spit it out, boy. Last week's podcast. Oh, I yeah. I tanked on the Super Bowl prediction. Mine was terrible. Mine a lot was of people terrible. did because the Kansas City Chiefs blew it. Yeah, they didn't show up at they all. They did not. They so. had some injuries. Let's let's be honest. But Tampa Bay just took it to them. Tampa Bay took it to them and uh, arrogance. If you have an offensive game plan and it's not working, you got to be able to adjust. You just can't stick to what you do. Good teams, the champions, they they make adjustments and every every team you got to be able to adjust. I guess they were kind of one dimensional. They didn't have a real running game going into it. They're an air it out team, and if you you get enough pressure on the quarterback, they don't have time to air it out. You just crumple the entire game plan. So, I I think you know how sports shows will talk about did the did the Buccaneers win it or did the Kansas City Chiefs lose it? Kansas City Chiefs lost it. Don't get me wrong. Give Tom Brady all the all the credit in the and world. And the Bucks defense, the goat. It's funny they don't really have like superstars on their defense. They have a really good defensive coordinator and a bunch of really really good players. Dominic Sue, he used to be a Detroit Lion, and the Packers played them twice a year. Still do, but uh, Aaron Rodgers used to have to go up against Dominic Sue for you know twice a year, and I hated playing against him. That dude's a terror. Yeah, and he was on the Bucks defensive line. So yeah, give him credit where credit's due. Yeah, but uh, man, off well, we just Pat had Mahomes. We just yeah, had I was wrong. I, I almost I had the uh, Buccaneers score. I said they'd score thirty. They scored thirty-one. So eh, close there, but did you say thirty? I said it would be something like 36-30 with Kansas City winning. Because I think I said yeah. the Bucks would score 28. Because I said 32-28. Yeah. Chiefs didn't get anywhere near. World's <laughs> worst Super Bowl. It was terrible. Terrible halftime show. Terrible commercials. So terrible game. As, as the halftime show was going, all those dancers are on there. And I'm looking. I literally made the statement. I'm like, they all look like they're wearing underwear on their heads. Yeah, diaper face. And then somebody posted a picture on Facebook later that night of, like, Half Super Bowl halftime show, and it was people with underwear on their heads. And come to find out, I guess you had to really pay attention. I don't really go to the Super Bowl halftime show for social commentary, but apparently, like that performer, whatever his name is, The Weekend. Okay, I've never heard of him. I don't know who he is. I'm blinded by the light. But yeah. apparently, the whole show had like a moral point to it, and the people with the underwear on their heads. It was bandages talking about how many people get plastic, plastic surgery, surgery. Look good, and you don't yeah. have to do that. And I just don't really pay attention to the halftime show for my social commentary, so um, I guess I missed it. Yeah, that wasn't very palatable. The common man, like your typical Super Bowl watcher, eating them nachos and pounding down them Bud Lights, he's probably thinking, why do they have diapers on their faces? Which, They're not watching and being like, oh, yes, this is clearly such commentary. I wasn't commentary. pounding Bud Lights, but I was wondering why they had you know, underwear on their heads. Pounding so. <laughs> some Budweiser Zeros for those that want a beer but want to stay on top of their game. Zero carbs, zero sugar, 50 calories. Yeah, zero point. <laughs> <laughs> it's Valentine's weekend coming up, Darren, and, uh, man, we got a Valentine's episode to get to. We're going to be talking about the love languages. See, and you told me, you were like, this is going to be a great podcast. Yep. But my only responsibility was to be familiar with the five love languages, which I'm, I am. And I, I did a little brushing up as well, but it's like, I have no idea what we're about to get into. I, I also thought, I thought maybe we'd do another newlywed game so that you could try to beat me this time, but I didn't know if you were going to go that route. Oh, we might have to do that again. Even the score, best of three. <laughs> no holes barred this time. I think I think we, although I think we would need somebody on yeah, here we, as a host. We need a moderator. Yeah. Someone to be like, hold up, Adam, you liar. We, we need someone to force us to truthful objectivity. We need somebody with a lot of charisma. Uh, a lot of passion, 
somebody who could really just own it. And I'm thinking we get Mark Henson. I think you would love to host our newlywed game. <laughs> I was going to point out, like, we're just a couple of dudes talking about romance. I mean, no, nothing to see here. Hey, love languages, though. <laughs> it was a book that came out a few years. I don't know what year it came it's out. It's been but a number of years. Yeah, I'll look it up. But it's been yeah, go ahead and look up the date for that when it was published. But it's been pretty popular since. And if you're unfamiliar with love languages, basically it boils down to five different ways that people communicate love. And if we understand our love language, what year? Next year, it'll turn 30. Really? Yep. I see, I was going to say 15 years. Came out in 92. And the original, <laughs> this is what's funny. The original languages. So obviously, we know one of the original languages that it came out in was English. What do you think the other one is? French. I don't know what. <laughs> Arabic? <laughs> Why did you Mandarin? French. French. Because French is romantic. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for this? <laughs> yeah, what? Portuguese. Oh, absolutely. Dude, okay, Portuguese is a very sensual language. You know where they speak Portuguese at? And don't you dare say Portugal. Is that not right? It's a part of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, not RG. You can't even remember where they speak it. Uh, yeah, it's it's not. It's not. Uh, in Venezuela. Is it Venezuela or Brazil? Oh. Brazil. <laughs> I think it's Brazil. But anyway... If you meet someone from Brazil, I think I'm pretty sure it's Brazil. It's not Argentina. Anyway, one of those South American countries. It was like, oh, you speak Spanish. No, like their national language is Portuguese. Are you looking it up right now? You fact checking me? What? No, oh, no, no, no. Over there I, was, away. I was going back to my, uh, to my research. Because I told the story on the podcast before about how I, when I lived on campus at Marshall, I played a couple of acoustic songs at a coffee shop concert type thing you know i did an acoustic version of my humps you know stuff like that which is pretty big at the time and then i was followed up by like brazilian grammy nominated um artist daniel fieriero who sang in portuguese and you know people's eyes were popping out of their heads like in, in old cartoons like wah, 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 wah. so yeah make what sure what was that again how did it wah, 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 oh wah, that's wah. how people's eyes pop out of there gotcha i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna all right so what do we I'm, I want, I'm curious what we're getting into today. Well, yeah, well, Love Languages, again, a book that came out apparently 30 years ago. The whole point is identifying your particular love language, like how do you express love and how you want to receive love and understand your spouse. I almost said partner, PC. Spouse, husband spouse. or wife. Yep. Spouses. <laughs> uh, understand their love language and what they expect from you. The idea is that if you have a certain love language and someone else does not recognize that, then that opens up the door for conflict. And just so we're all on the same page here, the five love languages are, one, words of confirmation, two, gifts, three, acts of service, four, quality time, and five, physical touch. Is this scripture-based? Which I know someone will go to. It's like, wait, isn't the church podcast? And where's the theology behind love languages? The Bible doesn't really mention love languages. We have to keep in perspective that the Bible was designed for a specific purpose. And even though the Bible talks about how to communicate to others, it talks about love, it doesn't really give you details about that, And which is a part of the genius of scripture, too. Culture changes 
a society changes, and the Bible doesn't lay out, do this, do this, do this, do this specifically. Instead, a lot of it is, especially with Proverbs, <clears throat> is like, this is the type of person you should be in the situation. And I'm going to go to Ephesians 4.29, just to kind of illustrate that point. You know, Ephesians 4.29 uh, tells us that our speech, so the words that we say, all of our talk uh, should be wholesome. So everything that comes out of our mouth should be wholesome and that everything that we, say, that we say should be to someone else's benefit. And then it kind of just goes on to the next thing. It's like, hey, let all your speech be wholesome. May your speech build people up next. And it's like, well, okay, well, what does that mean? So love languages is kind of a way to look at Ephesians 4.29, tools and resources to carry that out. Because if you speak a certain type of love language, if you know yourself and you recognize someone else's quote-unquote love language, then you are better able to build them up and use wholesome speech. So I mean that in some countries, you know, if you give someone a thumbs up, it's like one of the biggest insults ever. Yeah. It just got to figure out how to communicate here. So that's all we're saying. So the, the biblical basis for what we're about to talk about is simply that. Like everything we say, everything we do is supposed to build others up, benefit them, be wholesome, be constructive. But that kind of changes depending on where you're at, where you're at, where you live, who you talk to, local culture, you know, things like that. So it's just a tool. Love languages, I believe, is a it's a tool. It's not perfect, a tool to look at that. You yeah. have anything you want to add? Well, Mr. I'm playing on my phone the entire rant. The whole time I was playing Minecraft. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, that'd be cool if you did though. No. With love languages, what it understanding, first of all, that it's it's Something I think you can see in Scripture, the idea of communicating love in different ways. Um, but it is something that Christians, a couple of Christians, um, Christian psychologists came up with, you know, kind of searching what they know of people and then looking at Scripture and coming up with these five things. Uh, but the biggest thing to understand is what a lot of people do is say if my... Uh, love language, you said words of confirmation, or you, if you're familiar, they might say words of affirmation or something. If that's my love language, then usually what I'm going to do is show love that way. So right. I'm going to come to you, Adam, and go, hey, man, um, I really appreciate the work you do with the podcast, and I really appreciate your work as an elder and leading your group. Thanks, bro. Just, yeah, I'm going to build you up that way. Now, you might appreciate that, but if your love language is quality time, and I'm just constantly in passing, you know, hey, man, really appreciate you. Thank you for all you do. And just kind of in passing. I'm texting you going, man, love what you're doing. Thank you so much for your love for the Lord, your family, the church, all that. You're going to know you're appreciated, but you're, you're not going to feel the love as much as if you were texting me or saying me in passing going, hey, man, thank you for leading this church. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for being a good, good example with your family, things like that. That's going to feed me more because my love language is words of affirmation. For you, if I'm like, hey, man, uh, if your love language is quality time, and I was like, hey, Adam, hey, let's go, let's go down to the cigar lounge. Let's grab some cigars and just hang out. You're going to feel loved and appreciated and heard and um, more than if, if I was speaking of my love language. So helping people understand that, that you, know, you learn your own love language not so that you can show love to others, but so that you can understand how you feel loved, mm -hmm. uh, but you learn other people's love languages. Because I could say right off the bat, 
my wife's love language is wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 was for us to go through those okay, specific okay, things, okay, and then okay, at the okay. end, I think it'd be fun if we try to guess each other's. You might have let yours slip, but I don't know if you're being hypothetical or, or what. And I would, I would. Guess we'll see. <laughs> and then I guess we'll try to analyze Kelly's. But anyway, so I just figured we can talk about those five things. Maybe someone out there has never gone online and taken the love language quiz, which you can do. <clears throat> I did it a few. <laughs> cough, cough. It's a podcast, so I gotta like get choked up. I don't even know what that noise was. I was like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what that one was. But. Old man sound right there. <laughs> Uh, but a couple years ago, this is back in the day when I had a Galaxy. That's right. I, for a little over a year, had a Galaxy S4. Before you went to the dark side. And I hate it. No, I had an iPhone before then. I know. I had an iPhone 3G, had an iPhone 4, and I got bored with it. So one year I upgraded to uh, Galaxy S4, and it was fun for like a week, and then I started looking at other people with iPhones and how much better they were, and I was like, man, I want to get back over there, but I couldn't upgrade. I couldn't afford it. And, no, and just, full just disclosure, fact. I've just never fact. had an iPhone, so I can't... Just fact. I've, I've been on both sides, man. I've been on both yeah. sides of that walled garden. What's opinion? Because I know somebody who had iPhone and hated it and went over to Jordan and they were like, yes. Yeah, so well, I mean, everybody opinion. can always come back home. They call they call Apple the walled garden because their products are more expensive. It's like a high wall, but once you get over in the garden, the ecosystem, how user friendly things I are. I look at it as once you get over the wall, yeah. you're stuck and can never get back out because no. they trap you because you can't integrate with other things and upgrade and you're just stuck. You can basically have an iPhone that runs all things Google, like Google Maps, which is the best thing about Android. <laughs> Darn you, Siri and hey. Apple Maps. You're so bad and inaccurate. Siri, Siri has been <clears throat> banned. Siri's a... You know what? No. Words should be build up. Build up. You build up the fake. <laughs> build, up, build up the AI. <laughs> but what's funny, you know how... So I had the Galaxy for like a year and a half. A pretty monumental year in my life. Like, I got married when I had a, a Galaxy. So oh, I, I took all the see? wedding photos Good with my Galaxy. Happen. Took it on our honeymoon. Uh, really fun year. 2013 was a big party, <laughs> to be honest with you. A lot of fun. Not great. Wasn't involved in church. But mm. anyway, during that time... I did the love language quiz online and took a screenshot of the uh, of the results. And I wanted to go back. I, uh, my my hope was to do the the quiz this morning and compare the results to last year. <clears throat> but I wanted to start by finding la- or a couple years ago, like 2013, almost 10 years ago. Uh, but I couldn't find them because I'm like, oh, that was a galaxy. And it's on, oh. all saved on my computer. I don't want to go through that. Which eventually led me to be lazy and not take the quiz again, but because people change, I think, and I, I was interested in like, man, how have I changed? Hey, real quick, <clears throat> oh, while well, I caught you clearing your throat, well, so it's good my time. Throat. Um, I need to stop doing that in the mic. I'm sorry, listener. I love you, and I'm sorry that I'm all hacky. I I would, I'd be interested. I've never heard anything on this, but I would wonder if people's love language over their lifetime does change, or if it's like hardwired almost. Mm. It's a, it's a good it's question. A good question. I was I have concerned. No idea. I mean, there there was a good chance that I would have taken the quiz, compared it to the results ten years ago, and it'd be exactly the same. Do you know where you know. can take the quiz? There's yeah. actually a free app, and it's called Love Nudge. Ooh, that's what it's called. Love L O V E. That's what you do. That's what you do. You know, on that night race in Bristol, and you're coming around turn four with two laps to go, you give them a little love nudge. But it's it's a it's just a simple app. It's free on all the you know, 
uh, the Google Play Store and what's what's what does iPhone have? The App Store. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. Just app Store. The app Store. <laughs> Ours is called iTunes if you want, but iTunes. Yeah. Store. And it's just called Love Nudge. Um, I've I've got it somewhere. Here it is. Uh, and you just start. I mean, it comes up, and you just start to quiz, and it's got question, and you just answer accordingly, and then it lets you yeah. know there's 30 questions. It's but, always fun to be self-reflective. <clears throat> yeah. Now that I've cleared my throat for the umpteenth time, I wish I had more coffee. I ran out. I, drank I did too, thing. and I'm sitting there going, "Man, I wish yeah, I had more." I really wish I had something by to to sip on. But uh, five love languages. We'll start with words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, self-explanatory as they all kind of are. But some people express their affection through words, and, and they, they feel loved by being. And yeah, they expect that in return. And some people are more extroverted uh, than others. You're either an extrovert or an introvert. And we're going through a series right now in our small group that talks about that in more detail. But someone like myself, I tend to be more extroverted. I talk my feelings out. And I'm not one to keep something to myself and, like, whine and pout, per se. It's like, if I'm upset, if something's on my mind, you're going to hear about it. Like, if we're hanging out, you're going to hear why I'm aggravated. Or you're going to hear why I'm happy. Like, I talk my, my thoughts out. It makes more sense to me if I can talk them out. It's like, oh, yeah. Like announcements on Sunday mornings. You've called me out before, rightfully so, of having conversations with myself on <laughs> stage because I am. It's like, oh, wait. It makes more sense to me when I, when I talk things out. Other people are more introverted. Uh, so someone who has a love language of words of affirmation, that's what they seek. And therein lies the problem. So if you're someone, if your love language is gifts, because we're about to go to that for a second. If your love language is a gift, but you're married to someone whose love language is affirmation, if you just buy them something and you never compliment them, they might think that you don't like them all of a sudden. And it works both ways. They'd be like, man, all you do is tell me I'm great, but you don't do anything to prove it. Yeah. Put and your money where your mouth is. And then both people are like, man, that person doesn't like me. As much as they could, I'm getting frustrated. when it's like, no, they're trying to show affection and love. They're just doing it in a way that you're not picking up on. But that's a great example because it's vice versa as well. If somebody uses words of affirmation, meaning they want to be appreciated verbally, they want to be told, I love you, you're doing a good job. And if somebody's love language is what, like you said, we'll get into in just a second, is gifts. If the person with the words of affirmation buys a gift and gives it to the person that's gifts, and the person with gifts buys a gift and gives back, both love languages have not been spoken. But if they give a gift and the person's like, thank you for thinking of me, thank you for loving me in this way, thank you for, then both love languages have been spoken because a gift's been given and there's been words of affirmation. So it's like it, it goes where you, you want to speak their language and show love the way they feel loved, but then also you, you want to be loved in your way as well. Interesting. There are some people out there who do not use words affectionately. Shout out to anybody from Maryland. <laughs> I always said I, I just don't get along with the state of Maryland, and I'm cool with that. Maryland we are, we are get on along a different page. Maryland. Maryland does not care about words of affirmation, or just other people in general. Um, I mean, their vision just goes to the Mason-Dixon line. They're like the Texas, a snotty Texas of the Northeast. But I digress. There, gay Maryland, Turpins. <laughs> not gonna lie, it it's it sounds like state. you just said gay Maryland. Did I you mean, say yay? Did you say uh, yay Maryland? I don't know what I said. We can, <laughs> we can back up the tape. I didn't mean to say gay Maryland. I'm just saying it sounded. I think you were like, yay, Maryland. And yeah, just yay, went on Maryland. And yeah. And it sounded like. Yeah, I wonder what his nickname is. Like, worst state. Uh, anyway. 
Uh, sorry, about that, but, yeah, but they 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 don't. You know, they're they're not big on words of affirmation. So, like when I'm working with someone from Maryland, yeah, it's just it's not going to happen. If you're expecting to be built up, like forget that <laughs> verbally. But gifts, yeah. it bleeds over easily into gifts as well. Some people love, 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 love buying gifts. I know someone, I will not disclose who it is because they might listen to the podcast because everybody listens to the podcast. Man, they start buying Christmas gifts in September. They love giving gifts. They buy gifts and love gifts and they save up for it. Love, 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 love gifts. And some people love getting gifts too. It's like, oh, you did that for me? You put that, you started thinking about this little gesture for me that long ago. Thank you. And it's not like we're talking expense here. And that's what I want to make sure we talk. Like sometimes it can be as simple as, um, I know my wife's love language is not. Ah, no, I'm just Don't saying it's it. not gifts. It's not gifts. But a big deal is if I'm, I know she's had a rough day, and I show up with a bottle of Mountain Dew. Like that's a big deal, and and so it doesn't. When somebody has the, you know, when we talk about somebody having the the love language of of gifts, like receiving gifts, giving gifts. People automatically think of some like gold digging lady that marries the eighty year old billionaire that's you know wanting the jewelry and all this stuff. And or it could be a sugar mama. And, yeah, like it could be a sugar mama. We're not talking about that. It's just the way that they show affection is by giving things, and it doesn't necessarily have to be something they've bought. Like it's just like, hey, I noticed the other day um, that you know your blue sweater had a rip underneath the sleeve, and, and I got you this blue sweater. It's like that's how they, they're perceptive. They're watching, they, and so they give gifts uh, in a way to show love. It's not trying to buy love. It's just how they show and love. And I just want to take a moment to address our parishioners of grassroots uh, gifts. Every Sunday morning, we worship through giving. I'm kidding. I was going to make I mean, a it's a way there. to show love. I mean, if you really want <laughs> It's a way to show <laughs> love. love. Yeah, cost is not the point here. It's all about the gesture. If someone uh, someone recently gave me one of their old external hard drives for my Xbox, which turns out doesn't work because my like seven year old Xbox is just the USB. Something's weird with it. Like it won't recognize USB external devices. Now, I, see somebody with the gift or the the love language of gifts is going to hear that they're going to buy you an Xbox. So, well. They're going to buy you a brand Ooh. new Xbox. Oh, Xbox I'm a, One. I want a gaming PC. If you're out there listening and you can build a gaming PC, let me know. I'd love. Do you have an Xbox One or 360? Uh, one. I've got okay. like the original Xbox One. Okay. Do is they it, play 360 games? Mm, yeah, for the most part. Backwards compatibility is included. That's why if you pay like 10 or, let's see, $15 a month, you get Xbox games pa- Game Pass, which in a digital sense, obviously it has to be digital, gives you access to almost the entire Xbox 360 Microsoft library. It's pretty cool. Thank you, Xbox. But the fact that that thing is held, as much as I played it, because I, I do enjoy video games, it's held up for like seven years. That's pretty impressive. But if if the hard drive, it's annoying to not have a hard drive. But anyway, I'm saying all that because someone that I work with graciously, like, here, here's my old hard drive. And I was like, oh, thanks. Now, it turns out it didn't work. Not their fault. But yeah, OK, cool. Obviously, this person likes to give gifts. And I tried to talk them out of it before. We're like, hey, I'll bring you one of my old hard drives tomorrow. It's a two terabyte drive, and you can even keep all the content on there, so you can play some of my games if you have access to them. It's like you don't look. I'm, I'm like, you don't have to do that. And someone was like, sitting in the corner looking at their phone, looks up, and is like, if they want to give it to you, just take it. I was like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> so yeah, gifts, um, giving and receiving gifts, not cost exclusive. 
it's just giving something like, you know, here's an old hard drive. Here's a shirt. Cool. Uh, let's see. Next. Now, this is a little bit strange to so, me. because so real quick, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Gifts. Gifts. And now. then number three, if I can get to the right point, I, the Zoom app on Apple can also use a little bit of improvement. I'm assuming that most Apple users don't have visual disabilities, but they can make the UI for the Zoom app, Zoom features, a little bit more accessible. Apple, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are because you all are creepy like that, give me some better accessibility options. Um, hold on. Uh, words of affirmation, gifts, acts of service, which to me is kind of in a in a, in a way kind of like gifts, but yeah, acts of service. People that like to do things, not so much give things, they like to do things to express their love. And my mind immediately goes to, I do know several couples who operate in this way, men who are a little bit more introverted, a little more kept to themselves. Nothing wrong with that at all. Actually, I, I'm envious of them that, you know, I'm going to go outside and build a deck for like three weeks. And, you know, wife at home understands. I was like, oh, man, my husband built a deck. And they appreciate that. Uh, someone who has, you know, love language of affirmation is like, why are, you, <laughs> why are you wasting your time building a deck? Well, we can, like, you know, talk about a deck. But anyway, I feel like that that's very prominent in a, in a lot of marriages with you know, men who are um, handymen, if you will. They express their love through that. And honestly, most women who've <laughs> married them are like, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, it works both ways. Now, that, and that is a, a broad statement there because I know several women in grassroots who are like the most hospitable, gracious. Like if you show up at their house, you go, you're going to feel at home, man. You know yes. what I'm saying? They love that. Um, so acts of service, serving people, everybody on our, on our deacon board right now. Oh, servants. Absolutely as well. Yeah. Servants. And, and acts of service is, again, I, I know one pastor friend of mine um, who a way he shows love to his wife is each night he, they sit on the couch once all the kids go to bed and he rubs her feet because she's on her feet all day. They've got... They've got five kids, four or five kids, and three of them are adopted, uh, and they were a little bit older, and so there's just a lot of dynamics there. And, and so she is, she is one busy lady, and, and so a way that he shows affection is just rubbing her feet. And so it's like, that's an act of service. Yeah. You know, if, I mean, it, yeah. It's, well, it, again, it's nothing grand. I mean, I no. use the point of a deck because I would love to have a deck, but don't, don't make me one, <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Like, you don't have to make me you go tag, home with Jesse's digging footers. And like, no, it's not a Jesse. But yeah, it, it, not my love language. Like, save yourself. If if in your home, okay, uh, you know it. And I know some people might get mad at hearing this, but I'm just going to go generalities here, okay? If in your home, your wife is the one that kind of takes care of the dishes, a way to show love through an act of service is after dinner you do the dishes, and it's like she has this expectation that. She's got to get the dishes done. You pop in and do the dishes. I know, and I'm not giving anything away here, but I know like my wife shows love toward me in a way of I'm, I'm the one that mows our grass. And if I've got a couple of busy days and that grass is starting to get a little wild, I'll come home and she's mowed the front yard. That's an act of service. That's a way to show love as an act of and service. And people like expect that. it in return too. So understand that if you're uh, married to someone or if you're with someone, I don't know, dating, fiance, try to understand that if, they're, if they expect you to do things for them and you don't do them, they're going to 
get a little bit there. There's going to be some conflict eventually. Which the same way, if somebody has words of affirmation, like if you have words of affirmation, I have acts of service, and you do something to show love by by serving me in some way. What you're going to want in return is just to be recognized, like, hey, thank you. And yeah, you know, yeah, totally. That. Let me ask you a quick question before you move on. Okay. What would you say is the difference between uh, buying gifts and acts of service? See, that's what I brought up before we kind of got into it. I was thinking about it. I'm like, aren't those kind of the same things? Act of service, there's no ownership involved. It's, it's more work-centered. Do you think it's maybe an act of service would be like you're taking something off the plate of the other person? So, for yeah. instance, like, hey, yeah. you know what? I'm going to give the, uh, you know, Rowan. I'm going to give Rowan a bath tonight. Jesse, you just go sit and relax, and I'll get her ready for bed, you know, and, and I'll take care of her and get it. It's like you didn't buy her anything, but it's like you've taken something off her plate that night. and, and Yeah, it's the difference between action versus material. Yeah. Because I think if you were to build, if someone was, were, if someone was to build, if someone was to build, were. If were, someone were to build. If someone was to build. past. You were. Yeah. If, if you, you were, were to build. To build yep. If you was to build, you're right. Grammar if you was, were to here. build. You will. <laughs> that, <laughs> that flub on Institute Did you the see other day. that? <laughs> oh, no. Jesse and I were losing our minds, too. It's like, no, you can't base the entire. Well, Kelly finally corrected me. I had no clue. You were using a preposition. Don't use fancy for, words for the, me. For the subject. The preposition in the subject cannot dictate the tense of the verb. Anyway. Yeah, I, I and I, and I, I hate you. I hate you know grammar. me. I hey, I am no. not good at it. Look, Southern West Virginia it, here. And Kelly said, "I'm just going to let it go." But grammar then she's like, police. "No, I got to." But she saw it. everybody else just throwing up. Online. Literally, when she said that, she was like, "I could see Jesse's happy, and Allie literally is dancing like yeah." So like on camera, like she we she we have Grassroots Institute, thirty six week Bible uh, study. Actually, yeah. yeah, just a Bible study to go yeah. through through the with the entire church. Had like 30 people online. It's a virtual meeting, and Darren used a phrase that was just not good. I don't even I remember asked. it. I asked. I was like, I yeah, said it, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, Jim. is it this or this? And then Jim's like, oh, you said I was <laughs> right. And everyone's like, me and Jesse are like, no, 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 no. Poor Jim. <laughs> if you were to be... I don't know. I don't even like the way... Okay. I, th- I definitely... If, I don't if know. somebody were to build... I hate this right now. Yeah, to build a deck, uh, gifts is I like the deck. Thank you for the deck. Whereas someone, if someone, yeah, if someone's for gifts, it's like, hey, I got the deck. Cool. If someone's more active service, like, thank you for doing all that work. I don't yeah. care about the deck, but you did all that work. Uh, yeah, continuing right along. Up next, we have some quality time. Quality time. Quality time, not and quantity we know time. What that means. Quality time. It means sitting down. After no dinner with some Netflix, some headphones in. It's whenever chill. Bobby Joe, the kid, is in the corner with their headphones on watching a Marvel movie, and Mama's over there watching Grey's Anatomy, and then Daddy's watching the game. All in the same room. That is quality, quality time, time for the whole family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's quantity. That's Yeah, time. that's just time. Quality time yeah. is, I, the way I perceive it, is whenever you're with someone, you're invested in that person. Quality time? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's simply it. No matter what you do, if it is watching a movie, it's like, yeah, I'm watching a movie, but you have my attention. Well, and, and that's the thing is like sometimes quality time means TV's off, sitting there 
hanging out, maybe, and I mean, a glass of wine or a cup of coffee or something. You're just, you are talking and you are engaged. That is quality time. Sometimes the quality time is you're watching your favorite show together because I know Kelly and I, we discuss the show as we're watching. We, I'm, I, I don't know if, Tell me if this is surprising, Adam. Will you please tell me if this is surprising? I'll do my best, man. You you know me. You know me pretty well. Yes, I do. Even though I beat you at the newlywed game, but you know yeah. me pretty well. Um, I still went out of ten questions. It was three to two, but it, it doesn't uh, matter. Don't don't do on the past. One of the shows that I look forward to watching, for very specific reasons, is The Bachelor. Is that surprising? Yeah. Yeah, but I know where you're going with this, which is not surprising. Because I'm sure Kelly likes The Bachelor. She does. Bachelorette. And it makes her happy. You want to be a part of what it is that's making her happy. Just and, want to be and involved there's a in lot that. Of, there's a lot of commentary around the way people view themselves on the show and the way they interact and the way they... So you can... You learn a lot about our culture watching it, okay? Yeah. And, and so, great, for instance, the guy that's The Bachelor right now um, has made the statement that he was raised in a Christian home and it's a big part of his life and he wants his wife to be a part of that life with him and then he goes on this show and makes out with woman after woman after woman night after night after night (laughs) and then it's like okay so now we can actually talk about how god honoring is that but but a lot of commentary so the quality time is you know hey the tv's on but she and i sit there together a cup of coffee watching the show and discussing the whole time yeah the surprising part of that is because like you're a guy's guy. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I am. You're more comfortable hanging out with a bunch of dudes than like it. I'd rather another watch dude and like five other five women. Five other women. <laughs> I mean, I mean, twenty 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 one. Everybody, you know, I don't know. My uh, harem. <laughs> uh, Biden signed an executive order, which totally misconstrued that sentence and affirmed it. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, you know, I could not not mention politics. Well, I you mean, got you. Got, I mean, this that was quite a. Quite a time span that, that you was didn't. such a bad sense. I've been twice. I've been nasty political correct, uh, but yeah, you tend to be like a guy's guy type of. You're 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 more, you're more masculine leaning. <laughs> I hate this phrase so much. It's just as bad as the grammar conversation we no, had about just, two minutes ago. I am, but yeah, but I'm not surprised. I think that you do a good job of yeah. You're masculine, kind of like JMC. It's like it's not a jerk masculine. It's like it's a good type of masculine to where you, you know you love your family, you you love your kids, you love your wife, and. You know, but I'll be the dude that beats some fool to try to come to my house. Yeah, if you have to sit down and watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette, or whatever shows just to connect with your family, regardless of the social stigma, you love your family first and foremost. So totally got you on that. But yeah, quality time, not quantity time. It's it's investing in others that are around you. Which quantity time is good too, where it's like you know what we just spent the day together. We really didn't do much. You know, we were out in the yard. You know, we were hanging around the house. We ate dinner. that's good too, but if that's all you're getting, then then you're not investing in one of the needs to be quality time. I was looking online this morning. Whenever I Googled love language quiz, the first Google result to come up had I, what I thought was the quiz. Maybe I circumvented the app, but anyway, it was like uh, love language. Need to go to love nudge. love languages. Well, <laughs> gosh, no. <laughs> it was like love language quiz for couples. Uh, maybe engaged couples, and there was one for singles. And I, I was saw thinking, that, but was that the one that also said like men, women, military? Did you see that one? I didn't make it down that far. I, I stopped the singles because my thought going into it was like, man, I wonder if someone single 
Which shout out, love y'all single folk. I'm sorry oh, absolutely. That, the, that you get poo-pooed on the holiday. They're not worse than anybody for being single. Own it and enjoy it. No. Yeah, only God can complete you. No other person can. He loves Truth. you. Truth. Truth. Um, no matter what Jerry so, Maguire says. <laughs> nice. Um, I saw that movie in the theaters. <laughs> did you? Jerry Maguire? <laughs> Terrible. So I was thinking about the love language. It's like, man, you can totally, like, you know, quantity time with yourself makes sense uh you know buy yourself gift okay and then i was like thinking about then i got you know you think down to physical touch i'm like yeah that doesn't work <laughs> i was like you can't cuddle yourself because here's the thing people think physical touch and they're like it automatically goes to sex stop laughing at me you just say physical touch with yourself and it's just you can't do it <laughs> i wasn't being bad that no, is a very because you're like oh, quantity time. Yeah, yeah, yeah quantity time. Buy yourself a gift. Physical touch. Yeah, Wait a words minute. of affirmation. You stand Wait in the mirror and look at yourself and be like, "You got this today. Hold you're awesome. Up. You're going to own it. You did a good job." <laughs> Boom. And you know, it's like, yeah, you can do all these things if you're. Oh, physical touch. Yeah, it doesn't really. They're not synonymous. So if no. you are single, probably shouldn't take that. But but um, even if you're single, you can find your love language. Find out what your love language is because, and like you said, physical touch. I, I, I think a lot of people automatically take it to sex. Well, if someone is single and they're like, what are their love languages? Physical touch. What? Where, where are we at an impasse here? Then it, I think it's quite simple where somebody who's single finds out their love language. They also learn other people's. They know how to love their friends better. They know how to love their family member, you know, mom, dad, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, things like that. But physical touch can be as simple as like somebody just hugs me when I say hello. Okay, that's, I got you. That's and the type of thing. Because again, uh, me even saying that, everyone's mind probably went to sex. No, uh, part of it, but no, physical touch is more. You like hugs. I haven't seen you in a while, and you hug each other. It's like, man, I feel that's good. That's physical touch. We're like, yes, hey, thank you for thank you for building that deck. I got. I, let me hug you. I love you. And it's like, oh, that hug, perfect. Totally worth building that deck. Would I build a deck for a good hug? Yeah, yeah. But but even if like you, if yours was physical touch, and you and I were hanging out, and you're pouring your heart out, and you you start to tear up, and it's really something that just shows love is if I just a hand on the shoulder going, "Hey, I'm here with you." That's physical touch. Like that's the you know the love. Uh, even in sports, I was thinking about that too. It's like the uh, butt smack. Yeah, good game. It's like thanks, bro. Or at the end of it, words of affirmation. Well, see, can you do all the above at one time? I'm going to smack you on the butt, say good game, give you the trophy. As I give you a gift, <laughs> and we're spending quality time together. A great quality time together. There it is. But, yeah, I think, I'm thinking about affection like on a, on a basketball team. It's like, man, we just we won something. It was a High grind. Fives, we struggled together, bumps. hugging and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. I'd hate to have the love language of physical touch during a pandemic, though. It'll be unfortunate. Well, and that's I've thought about it because uh, basketball season has started up at the school again, and I help coach, and – I, I'm the type of guy that, like, if somebody – I want a high five. And if somebody's struggling, I'll, I'll coach them, you know, hey, here's where you need to – and then high five them. Or, you know, I don't, I don't smack any of the kids on the butts, but, but like, just pat them on the back or, or you know, pat them – and not, not uh, what's the word? Like, I don't pat them on the head like, oh, you know, nice try, little peon. Like, I, you know, just kind of a, an encouraging – and right now it's like I got to remem remember, like, don't touch yeah. them. Yeah, and uh, – so, well, in, in just a minute, we're going to try to guess each other's love language. Okay. And give so, each other so the you, truth. So words that, of affirmation. Right. Words of Gift affirmation. Giving, gifts. Quality time. Quality time. Acts of service. Acts of service. Physical touch. Physical touch. But I want to touch on something. Are we going to? I see where you. Yeah, I see what you just yeah. did there. Uh, scrubs. You watch Scrubs? The show? Yeah, Scrubs. 
No, the glove. Yeah, the show. I th- oh, wait. I always ask if you've seen Psych and you haven't seen it. Yes, I watched Scrubs. Okay, yeah. Scrubs. There was one part earlier on in the series. It's been a while. But it's, it's been a while. But anyway, because um, the show is based on JD, a young doctor. Yep. It's it's his inner monologue of Great his stuff. experience as a young doctor. Great show. So good. Because it can be funny and serious. Oh, absolutely. They actually said that it's more accurate to the life of a medical professional than like Grey's Anatomy or ER or any other stuff. <gasps> because there's so much levity in it. It's so real. I know. But um, his mentor, a tough guy, guy's guy. Hilarious. Dr. Perry. Um, there was one episode where Dr. Perry, the older doctor, kind of like JD's mentor, the monologue was in his head and him thinking about it. And so JD was kind of like a side character, and Dr. Perry was the uh, main character. So it was like his inner workings, his thoughts, his inner monologue. And at the end, you know, Dr. Perry um, kind of a jerk to JD, but JD just never went away, kind of like a gnat, <laughs> wouldn't stop. But there was one part, because Dr. Cox knows that he's seen as a father figure to JD, and JD does something good, and in his inner monologue, Dr. Perry's like, just pat him on the back. No, he can't pat him on the back. Oh, it's all he wants. Just give him... Okay, we'll go ahead and pat him on the back. So before they turn the corner, go separate ways, Dr. Dr. Cox, I said Dr. Perry. Yeah. It's Perry Cox. So anyway, yeah, Dr. Cox puts his hands on JD's shoulders like, hey, you did a good job today, like smacks him on the shoulder and walks away. And JD just stops and turns around as he walks, watches Dr. Cox goes away. Meant the world to him. Yeah. Just that simple gesture, pat on the back. So yeah, physical touch is not sex only. Um, it's Between a married man and woman, yeah, it is totally. If, if physical touch is the love language, then sex is going to be a part of that. Yeah. But but sex, honestly, is kind of a, not kind of, it is everything. A, a, no, I'm kidding. A major thermometer <laughs> within a marriage to see how intimacy is and going. So insert awkward song transition. Hot blooded 103. Bow, I got a fever. I don't know the words, but anyway, you said thermometer, and my mind went to hot blooded, that 80s song. Uh, if anybody's listening, if you want to do a little bit of self-reflection, something to kind of think about. The love If nudge. you don't go to love nudge, which is a good resource, <laughs> apparently, just be careful what you Google there. Do not image search that. <laughs> go to the Play Store or the App Store and just type love in nudge. love nudge. Uh, three kind of practical, uh, I guess, ideas to reflect on to help you understand your love language. Three things you can think about. Uh, one, think about your childhood experiences. And... Yeah, how you raised a child, what you needed from your parents, what you enjoyed from your parents, what you expected. I think that'll give you a good barometer of your adult love language. What you, man, think about it. Like what your parents could do or give or how they can act to make you feel like, man, they love me. So think about your childhood experiences. Um, also, just think about your gut instinct. Sometimes we want to too often be someone that we think other people want us to be. Instead of just being ourselves, uh, society wants us to be a certain type of person, so we want to be that person even though it's not natural to us. So I think that if you were to actually think about yourself, like think about what you want. Think about your desires. Think about how you like to you know, serve others. Somebody just tried to interrupt us. Did you see that? Who was that? Did you see Who that? Who was that? Garrett McCormick is just... You got Garrett the wife McCormick? with you too? Hey, will y'all come down here real quick? Oh, can we put them on the podcast? I'm, I'm totally going to put so them we on the spot. talk about love yes. language. So, so finish your thought because we're about to put y'all. Oh yeah, big, uh, we're recording the week childhood experience. Right uh, we're about to put y'all instincts, on the spot. And then finally, uh, finally, um, <laughs> physical touch. No, I'm kidding. Uh, finally, uh, 
Yeah, that, we're just going to use those two. I don't okay. like the other Can one. Can we I make Nick that. do the intro music to this, to the song, Let's Get It On? Let's get it on. No. How about Come I do on. this? Is the, are we going to bring so, them up here? Have y'all ever done... So Garrett and Holly McCormick are here, part of Grassroots Church, and they're here to actually look at some work to help us here, and they're awesome, awesome people. Um, y'all have been married for how long now? Four years. Four. I feel their, like... Their I, marriage is a senior. I do have a quick memory. I didn't realize, but while I was a youth pastor over at FB, FBC Fairly, Garrett actually came a couple of weeks because he was dating a girl in our youth group, and he came a couple of times, and then it didn't work out, and obviously he's with the wow. woman of his dreams now, and wow. so it doesn't matter. Inappropriate. Well, at least he came a couple times because your wife hey. came once and never came back again. Hey, she... Yeah. Hey, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, she admitted it. <laughs> you don't want to be like, oh, hey, Garrett McCormick's here with his wife. Hey, I remember when you were part of my youth group and you, had, you were with someone else. Hey, man, that's years ago. But four years. Did y'all ever do the five love languages? Did y'all ever do that? You have? Okay. Okay, what is your love language? She is telling us that she did it, but Garrett didn't. But what is your love language? So I just recently, I mean, I guess it was like a year ago. I mean, she did it a year ago, she says. Yeah. Um, I was tied. She had a tie. She's contemplating acts of service. service. Acts of service. High between acts of service and. But there's quality time, physical touch, quality time. Acts of service and quality time. What would you say is Garrett's? Physical Physical touch. touch. Physical touch. Okay. Garrett. (laughs) Well, I'm just happy. Hey, y'all can stick around, have a seat, live audience. We're just about, Darren and I are about to analyze each other's We're going to try language. to guess each other's We're going to try to language. guess each other's. So, so yeah, sorry, the first row is all Feel free to sit in the front row. You don't have to be the one that's yeah, Welcome off. to the live roundtable podcast. Darren, I'm going to say, knowing you as I know you, your love language is quality time. Oh, okay. I think um, it's quality time. And if I were to pick a second, because like like our, our, our friends, the McCormicks, so wisely pointed out, you're, you're not just one. I mean... Obviously, you can kind of, yep. you know, stretch the spectrum there a little bit. But I think uh, your quality time, and I also think your physical touch. Okay, I, my second. I think primarily I used to be physical touch, but I think yeah. that's just as like a younger, sexually charged guy. Calm down. I, I'm just saying. Calm down. Worked up up here. I mean, coffee's gone. Um, but my thing is, I, I think as I've grown older. Um, not that it's like, oh, you know, your sex drives lessen. It's just you don't, change. Don't touch me. Yeah, like you change. But um, I do think the second one is physical touch, and that's just not just sex. It's just because I'm that guy that's like want to shake hands, want to hug, you know, want to encourage. But this isn't you know. So you're saying it back then it was physical touch, yeah. and now I think now physical touch would be the second one. I think oh. at the point I am right now, I, words of affirmation. Oh, really? Yeah, man. I mean, because cool, Darren, and the only reason is I say that is like no wonder I stick around. Everything I do around the church, you know, I, I have people, and, and it's a blessing when they do. They'll um, give a gift card or uh, you know bring in like, hey, I found this book and I think just thought of you. I wanted to give it to something like that, and they give again, and it's like, thank you for thinking of me. It's very special. But yeah. if somebody out of the blue texts me and it's like, thank you for what you do. Thank you for the work you put. Like, that makes my day. What's your phone number? 304-582-9170. Yo, text him. Blow him up if you're listening. He needs it. He wants it. I trust me. Give I it to him. It. I, I get wore Give out. Give it but, to him. But, yeah, words of affirmation, okay. I think physical Words of touch. affirmation, then physical touch. 
What if they touched you and bragged about you? <laughs> Depends like, on how they're touching me. What, what, what if they shook your hand and was like, you got great hands? <laughs> boom, okay. boom. Hey, Kelly, I got an idea for you. That's, I will say, like, it's a funny thing because people, I, if somebody shakes my hand and it's a weak handshake, or if a guy, if a guy ever shakes your hand, you know how when you go to like, you know how they do, like a handshake, you oh, really yeah. clasp hands, yeah. but they just give you the fingers, mm-hmm. almost like you're going to kiss their hand or something, and they try... D- that's messed up. Stop. Punch them. It's messed up. But you like, can they need make... to wrestle. They need to go yeah. hunting. You know, they need something just to, no, don't, ah. but, okay, Adam Bailey, your, yes. your love language. My love language is the language of love. Your love language. Candles and rose petals. Sunshine. I, it's, I'm an enigma. It's not acts of service. I don't think it's acts of service. Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. It is not acts of service. Matter of fact, Y'all don't need to buy me gifts. Don't do anything for me. We're okay, cool. so it's not gift giving. I feel bad. You're wasting your time on me. Yeah, I don't think it's actually not gift giving. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I don't think it's words of affirmation. I would actually venture to say that yours is quality time. That would be number two. That would be number two. That'd be number two. So is physical touch number one, or is is uh. Uh, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Okay. Oh, so we're, words of affirmation. So you and I are just desperate yeah. for people's approval. We, we get it. Uh, words of affirmation <laughs> in quality time. Poor church. Are, are your elders are desperate Physical to know that, touch, we love, that no, you love us. I actually now running into. It's so weird to talk about it during a pandemic. But say there's no pandemic. If I run into a friend in high school, it's like, oh hey Adam, and I hug them. That's cool. But I don't. I don't really need that. Matter of fact, I don't. I like my space. Don't thank touch. you, Garrett McCormick. Don't touch me. He just texted me and said, I'm doing great today. Dude, nailing it. My day nailing it. has just elevated. Thank you, Garrett. And Adam, mm-hmm. you are the best podcast host ever. Oh, gee willies, Darren. Thank ever. you. No wonder we work so well together. It's which is true. What we, we do in elders meeting. We just sit there and like brag about each other. From now uh, on, it's just that and quality time. Because you mentioned movies and shows, books. I've always said, I don't really care about those things. What I care about, I, like I want to read a book, you know, Jurassic Park. Uh, G.K. Chesterton's Orthodox, which I went back to, which I'd love to talk oh, to you about. GK, I just want to talk to people. I just want to talk to people about it. Yeah, I don't really care about the actual thing. I just want to talk to people about it. Um, just to, just to benefit from that. But yeah, words of affirmation. That's how I, I've I love bragging on people, making them feel better. Unless they're from Maryland. Are y'all from Maryland? Either of y'all from Maryland? Okay, good. Not from Maryland because Maryland sucks. If you, state. he he really. 50%. Oh, 50% well, of because they're friends with not, you, they're they're okay. They're, yeah. But the other ones, <laughs> but the other ones, I'm not a big fan My of. My brother lived in Maryland for like a year, and he's like, I got to get out. I got to get out. So he moved to North Carolina. But yeah, and it, it can cause. I mean, it's uh, just trying to understand each other. I love to build people up, speak encouragement into them. And I think I've been pretty good at it. To expect that from other people, especially if they're not very well spoken, if they're more introverted, it's like, just, just heads up. Now, I would like to add a new love language. You got two minutes, Darren. Okay, this real quick love language I'm going to add is food. Oh, yeah. Just food. Food. Make me food. Eat food with me. Bring can, me food. You can physically touch the food. Yes. It's quality food. Tell me how good the food is. Acts of service. You can add to the food. <laughs> add more toppings. Food. It's food. the universal love language. Absolutely checks all five boxes. <laughs> oh, listener, appreciate you all. If you made it this far, thank you. <laughs> I hope you benefited from it at a good time this morning. Remember, always give us feedback, grassrootswv.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. The podcast isn't anything unless you're a part of the conversation. So please give us feedback. Only positive, though. As you just heard, we need, we need positive verbal reinforcement, like I'm about to give you, because you're awesome. Love you. Until next time. Until next time.